0: You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Brandon And this is Alex And we're Filmmakers And we're also drinking bourbon Yes, we are Cheers, Cheers. buddy It's good to have you back Oh, my God, it feels great Mm, Mmm, this bourbon smells tasty Mmm So good Tastes like roaming buffalos. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. So where in the world have you been? <sighs> what Seriously, what <laughs> happened? Like, I literally was getting depressed. Like, I physically was getting depressed. I We we, we didn't do two shows for like two weeks in a row. I know. Uh, we literally didn't. Uh, now, first off, we've been busy, both you well, and I. I have. I don't know about you. I've been busy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But in general... That's part of the show, is I need to figure out what you've been doing. Dude, it's crazy. But the fact that like the two weeks that I did the show without you, or the one week, whatever it was... Were the most depressing two weeks of your life? Well, I mean, it wasn't as depressing with Adam, you know? And, well, we had Michael, too. Michael was on the show one week. So, I mean, the guests are nice, but... There's a part of my heart that's only <laughs> only sha- it has a Alex-shaped hole, uh, and only you can fill. I know, you know I, what I mean? just carried that with me to Louisville, yeah. that Alex-shaped hole. Yeah, that's why you didn't return any of my calls. I know, <laughs> I was a busy man. So, all that aside, I'm glad to have you back. Glad to be uh, back. You know, because it's just not the same without you. No doubt. Clearly. We <laughs> started the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's your show. Yeah. But, uh, so, anyways, hmm. uh, you were gone because you were filming... Um, you were on the crew. Yes. In the camera department. Yep. For a feature film. Yes. Shot in Louisville, correct? Correct. So get us up to Affirmative. speed. What was the film? Who was in it? Tell us as much as you're allowed to tell us. I mean to set the stage, and then we're going to dig in. We really—I sure. wanna i got lots of questions because I haven't—I literally haven't talked to you. I know, like I have no clue what you did. It's been a month, so we're doing this live. Like our friendship and this <laughs> show, are, the lines are so it's blurred, unfurling before your ears. It's so blurred. Yeah. people are really—they're a part of it now. They are. All right. So, all right.
1: <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, the film was called Mom and Dad, and it was Kids a kid show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of, actually, <laughs> oddly enough, it's a horror thriller. Okay. It was filming in Louisville. I was on the camera department. All right. I was a I was B camera operator. Which is a city in Kentucky. It is a city in Kentucky, home
0: of the Kentucky Derby, known for its bourbon. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Um, and its food scenes amazing. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to that later. Uh, so it's a horror thriller film. I was B camera operator. All right. Um, and sometimes splinter unit director of photography. Nice. Yeah, so they're depending. We'll we'll see how it all shakes out. But, yeah, there were a bunch of sequences where I got sent off on my own to light and shoot uh, inserts and stuff. So
0: That's awesome. Cool. So what what kind of film are we talking about here? Is this like a small budget, no name? Is it mid-range? What are we dealing with? All I got to do is throw out two words here, and you'll know. <laughs> all right, you ready? I'm ready. Nicolas Cage. Nice. <laughs> and who I mean, you can't go wrong with it. That. That's all you gotta know. At some level, that's going to work.
1: Yeah, exactly. I every mean, time. name recognition, <laughs> you know.
0: I mean, every time. Yeah, so a horror thriller film
1: starring Nicolas Cage wow. and Selma Blair.
0: That's uh, so awesome. Of
1: cruel Intentions
0: yeah. fame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, it, crazy man.
0: That's awesome, dude. So, so this this film, I mean, was it a huge budget like blockbuster style or, you know, what, uh, what was the world you guys were living in? I I think the consensus was the 6-ish million dollar range. Okay.
1: So, in general terms, pretty small. Sure. Yeah. But larger than a, yeah, a typical no, indie. Or, absolutely. You know, yeah.
0: And how many days was the was the? It was a twenty four day schedule. You filmed a feature. A full feature. In twenty four days. Full feature in twenty four days. Roughly six mil. With six
1: million dollars. Wow. Yeah.
0: So, and how big of a crew are we talking about? The overall, let's just, maybe let's break down the teams from, sure. you can ballpark. It doesn't have to be specific. Obviously, you'll know yeah. more about camera department than anybody else.
1: Well, okay. So in camera department, you have the DP, you have the A operator, B operator, A first, B first, A second, B second, and the DIT. Okay. So that was our whole camera team. Was that eight people? Something like that? Something like that. Uh, grip department, six or seven. Electric, six or seven. Uh, production, 10. You know, art department sure. three, three or four. Yeah, so I don't know fifty, fifty, sixty person crew something. Yeah, there? yeah.
0: Plus talent, plus talent. Yeah, nice. Kind of big, kind of big. Yeah, not bad. But uh, <laughs> so everybody was hu- everybody was hustling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, nobody was sitting around smoking. Oh, there's plenty of that. <laughs> a lot of smoking. <laughs>
1: there's a lot. Of, a lot need, of sitting around. I got to talk to the grip department, <laughs> and there's
0: a lot of smoking. Um, <laughs>
1: plenty of cigarettes. <laughs> Not by not by me, yeah. but by them. Yes, uh, it was nuts, man. Yeah. I, I don't even like you. Got to ask me questions. Yeah, no, to no even we'll, know. We'll, we'll get
0: into it. So, yeah. so
1: I think I don't know where to start.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that um, I'm going to try to approach this like the listeners. So sure, you know, a lot of people, you know, some, for some people, this is, it's their dream to be a part of a, a film with a major talent and a you know big, all that jazz. It's my dream. so my it's my dream. Brandon. Yeah. So my first <laughs> my first question is. Um, a very broad question is, did the hype of Hollywood, so the Hollywood director, the Hollywood mm. DP, the Hollywood actor, the talent, et cetera, did the hype of Hollywood, uh, did it pay off? It was a thing where you were like, yeah, this is it. This is the big time. How awesome, et cetera. Or did, were you left with another impression? Was huh. Were you wowed by the hmm. by the – were you wowed by the Hollywood moment hmm. of this is the big time, real deal, big yeah. talent, da da da? Or were you kind of like, all right, this is kind of what I've been doing all along? Well, for me, that's kind of tough because this isn't my first movie. Sure, right?
1: I mean, I've I've done movies before. I've my first film had Val Kilmer and Ving Rhames in it way back in the day. You know, I've worked on stuff with uh, Doc Hollywood. Doc, Hollywood. <laughs> I'll be a huckleberry. <laughs> Um, who else? Billy Zane. I I did a horror film with sure. Billy Zane. I mean, yeah. So I've been around talent before. I've been on big ish sets before. So this was kind of nothing new for me. The sure. new the newest part of it was being in the camera department, being one of the guys actually framing the shots and working with, as you said, you know, a Hollywood director, a, a decent sized director who knew what he wanted. But he was the communication between the operators and the director was key on this. Yeah. We were basically
0: setting the when frames. When you're saying director, you're saying director of photography? No, director. Director, okay.
1: Yeah, so the operators and the director would set the frames and the DP would then light those frames was basically how it worked. So we had so much say. In the composition. And it was awesome. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so it was really cool working working in that way. That was the new part for me. The whole like set aspect and working with talent, eh, eh, leave it or Yeah,
0: take. no, I I get that. I've, let me rephrase the question. Was... Was there, you know, I think a lot of people have this romanticized hype about big uh, Hollywood picture. Yeah. Did you feel that sense of romanticized hype or was it just kind of like, eh, this is like every other shoot I'm on? This was
1: like, uh, running around with your head on fire, <laughs> like in trying to find a bucket to put it out. Like what? that's kind of how it felt. <laughs> There was no romance about it. It was, we have 24 days to get an entire film in the can. Nothing can go wrong. Yeah. We have huge talent. Nicolas Cage is one of the biggest stars in the world. Like everyone knows his name. Yeah. We only have so many days with this guy. Sure, we got to get it done.
0: So, did you have any? Did you get to have any moments with him? I think you you kind of alluded to me on the phone yeah. one night at how it was kind of it was a funny moment where you had to. <laughs> can you talk about that? Like
1: what with the framing thing?
0: Yeah, like, like you were like. I, yours, I mean, the, <laughs> no. I mean, okay.
1: So <laughs> it's hard to explain, but <laughs> as an operator, you're not only are you working with the director to set the frame, but you're also working with the people in front of the lens. So they know, okay, what's what are you what am I shooting? Sure. What am I not shooting? How can it go? Uh where you know, where where should I lean? Where should I step? Stuff like yeah. that. Um, and so, you know, you're sitting there in a really tiny bathroom and you're shooting into a <laughs> mirror and in your frame is Nicolas Cage's face. Right. <laughs> and he kinda of turns to you and you see him turn to you in the viewfinder and you look up from the viewfinder and you go, Oh shit. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is looking right at me. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, I, I, Emma, are you uh, are you on my hands? Are you on my face? Are you? Uh, if, can I have a step here? Will you see my foot?" Um, and you realize, and "Oh like, my God, oh. that's how he is all the time. He's very energetic and very you know. I don't mean to be disrespectful in doing my portrayal, but yeah, that's him.
0: Right? He's like he's himself. So it was cool to see see kind of see the." The back inside of some of the people you're yeah. used to seeing on the screen. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, and you just wonder like, is that just the character? It's like, no, he that's gets tired. He time. gets tired to play himself. <laughs> you know, he's energetic. Yeah. is the word. He goes and he gets it. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fun. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's that's a that's an. I think it's interesting for those of us not in those moments to kind of hear those those stories. I've had a couple, yeah. you know, moments. Nothing, n- nobody that recognizable, but uh, there is a sense of. Um, I think all of us. No matter what level you're at, even if you're an intern, um, there's a sense that like when you interact with these people that you're you associate with like I've made it yeah. right. There's this sort of like weird moment where you're like th- everybody is the same. Like mm. these people are just they're just there to like do a job. Me. Like man. I I once yeah. bumped into Ice Cube in an elevator. Yeah, in Fort uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, mm. <laughs> and I so he walks in, of course, and I was like what the hell are you doing in Fort Wayne? <laughs> I was like, Mr. Cube. <laughs> Mr. Cube. <laughs> but it was like, it was just kind of this, I don't know, I think yeah. it's, it's funny, like, in in film and TV, you know, everybody's hoisted in this sort of otherly world, and it's like, you know, mm, there's this thing of, yeah, the yeah. same fame, but then when, you, at the end of the day, everybody's, you know, drinking the same coffee from craft table, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no doubt. Yeah. Well, maybe not everybody, but.
1: They're, dude, they're just
0: people, There. they're just doing their job.
1: Yeah. And that's what you have to learn. So
0: what was the, who was the the, the DP on this? What did you learn from him? Because he's, he's been around the block, right?
1: Yes. So the DP's name was Daniel Pearl, mm-hmm. whose initials are DP. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Destiny.
1: So on set, yeah, he was always like, out of my parents, no. Yeah. Uh, on set, everyone just called him DP. Yeah. It made sense. Uh, he's great. So it's Daniel Pearl, A-S-C. He's got a few letters after his name, sure. which, you know, says a lot. So it takes a long time to get into that club and to right. be, you have to be voted in, you have to be vetted and everything. Uh, but he was great. I mean, he had a wealth of knowledge. This guy shot Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he was 23 years old. So you have to think, yeah. <laughs> this back in the 70s, Classic. you have to think he knows something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had all sorts of little t- tri- uh, tips and tricks and, you know, crazy personality. He acted like a 30 year old. Sure. You know, he had the energy level of of someone like me. Yeah, and he's sixty seven, sixty eight, whatever he is,
0: uh, crushing it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, was what was his style? Was he was he like a master teacher, sensei, or was he more of a dictator? Like, how did you know? As the other operators on set, were you guys? What were your expectations, or did you guys form like a kind of a chemistry? How, what was that like?
1: There was definitely a form of chemistry that. <laughs> <laughs> that was established towards the end. Uh, we got along great. I felt me, the A operator, and him got along really well. But as operators, we were mainly working with the director. So there were certain times where DP would have advice on framings, how he liked things to be shown, uh, where we should find our frames from, you know, from a lighting perspective. He didn't want us to find a frame that was flat, flatly lit. Sure. You know, so you're not going to go stand by a light. And find a frame there. Sometimes that is the best frame. and Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's what the director wants. But he would always guide us in a more dramatic sense. He'd be like, oh, okay, go opposite the light. Get a backlight. Get an edge light. Get something like that. So it was was great, you know, having another collaborator.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, the next question, I think everybody listening is wondering, is what did you film this thing on? What were you guys working Uh, with? What was your weapon of choice for for 24 days?
1: The old gear questions. Yeah. Um, It was aerie alexa mini which so is we like had,
0: your new favorite camera my new favorite yeah we had <laughs> two
1: of those a and b were um, alexa minis then we had actually a c camera we didn't have a c operator we had a c camera which was a, a Arri Mira, so the gotcha. kind of documentary style camera we filmed on zeiss super speeds yep we had a uh zeiss lightweight zoom
0: anamorphic no
1: spherical, spherical. <laughs> yeah you know the difference. now. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, so Su- yeah,
0: so sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it is <laughs> subtle.
1: Uh, so we had Super Speed Primes, a lightweight zoom, which is a fifteen point five to forty five millimeter zoom range. Okay. And then we had a Anginou Optimo twenty four mm, to two ninety, which nice. we used yeah, we've that a lot, like Downey and Febreze. Yeah. Um, but the big dude, yeah, the big bazooka lens. So we had the whole whole deal. But sometimes, nice. yeah, we were running three cameras. We were either uh, hard mounting or setting C camera, and it would just sit there, and we'd sure. roll it. Or DP would come over and operate it. Or Brian, the director, would come over and operate it. It was crazy.
0: That's awesome, man. That's cool, man. And you guys, what, what were you, what were you shooting? What was the the intake you guys were pulling down? And where, where's it, how's this going to end up? Was oh, like it, the yeah, pipeline. Like the, yeah. Uh, what, what what were the specs? Like, are you shooting?
1: We we're shooting three point two K airy. 3.2K, what was it called? ProRes. Okay. Jesus, blanking yep. here. All this bourbon. Yeah. Uh, 3.2K ProRes, uh, 4444XQ. So the yeah. highest sure. ProRes compression that you can get nowadays. Not raw, but damn near close. Yeah. Uh, nice. And then it would go off to a DIT. He would apply uh, a LUT, a lookup table. He sure. crop it to 240, 239. Yep. So it was like a faux anamorphic deal. Sure. And um, then output dailies for them to, to check out every night. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome, man.
0: So I'm um, trying to think. If I'm listening right now, I've heard a little bit about DP, a little bit about crew size, camera. What, the about, the, what about the director? Your, your position? Was, that was, well, I was thinking of other people listening. <laughs> yeah. Now my question. So what was he like to work with? You know, Here's a guy who yeah. he's done several, I mean, features, right? I mean, that's oh, yeah. kind of what he does. He was great. Well, um, first of all, his name's Brian Taylor. Okay.
1: Fantastic guy. Uh, he's, he did Crank with Jason Statham. Nice. Where he had to like keep his adrenaline going to live. Yeah. Crank High Voltage where he had to zap himself to live. <laughs> uh, gamer with Gerard Butler. Okay. He did Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance with nice. Nicolas Cage. So the Heck sequel yeah. to the Ghost Rider movies. So he does these like big FX-heavy actiony films in the i don't know what they are 20 to 50 million dollar range like they're pretty decent sized films so him coming down to the six million still with name talent still with a big dp still with a decent sized crew it was kind of working within pretty great restraints yeah for someone like him this was also his first solo film so all those other movies that i mentioned he did with a directing partner gotcha yeah so it was always Neville Dean Taylor
0: gotcha. that did this so he, did all these so movies. So he's flying solo. Flying solo. Yeah. Nice. But he was he was great to work with. That's all. Like awesome. I said, he had
1: very specific ideas of how he wanted just like Daniel, how he wanted yeah, yeah. things framed, how he wanted camera movement. All sorts of stuff. Did
0: he have um did he have any like quirks that you picked on pretty quick, like when he said he wanted this or that? You're like, all right, now I know what he means. Like yeah. Did he have some things? what were his some of his his things you picked up on. What,
1: what were some of the words he used? Like obscured or <laughs> uh, greedy. Get greedy. He'd say like get greedy. Just <laughs> let's get greedy here. Uh, we're, whether
0: it was eight, what, what, what would that mean? So get I, the I'm example. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to guess that get greedy means like let's take give me a, go for as much as you can get out of this.
1: It kind of it had a bunch of different meanings. Okay, so it, it was a it was like most, a jammer. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a catch-all term, but. Uh, <laughs> The, I think the first place we noticed it so we had two cameras rolling right a and B operator yeah who by the way, so I worked with the guy um the guy who got me on the job Spencer meffert yeah out of Louisville, Kentucky uh, great dude he was our a operator he also supplied the gear so he was he had a wealth of knowledge when it came to the gear and everything um, good operator I mean he he was like the go-to obviously as a operator yeah. he was the main guy working the DP or with the director in the DP and then I would kind of sneak in as B to get an interesting angle or like shoot through something or whatever. Right. But either way, most of the time we're running two cameras. We have A and B. And Brian, you know, eventually he's just like not getting what he wants or whatever. And so he'd say, Spencer, you know, I want you to get greedy on this. Just don't worry about any other cameras. Don't worry about any other actors. Just get greedy. Just give me whatever so you can. So kind of do
0: your thing. Yeah, do, do your, your thing. That was his. I trust you. That was him giving you permission. Yeah. I so like it was that. So it A or B. I might borrow that. Yeah, I got I to <laughs> get it. Next time we're filming, I'm going to yeah. throw one out. Get greedy. See, see if I catch you off guard. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get greedy with that. So, yeah. But if it was A or B, if it, whoever had an interesting frame that he wanted more of, yeah. It, Alex, get, go ahead and get greedy. Spencer, go ahead and get greedy. <laughs> you know, it was just like permission to sure. get up in there and kind of – it was mostly handheld. So it was like yeah, rock yeah. around and do something
0: cool. I like it. That's good. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's awesome. All right. So let's get into some more interesting questions. Um, what, what was your – biggest challenge for the whole process? As speaking on a whole, the whole piece. Yeah. You were there. I mean, there was travel, long hours, the whole thing. What was the biggest challenge at the end of the day?
1: The biggest challenge was knowing my role, I would say. So, you know, in the two-camera environment, people run run that a, a few different ways. So it's it's usually, or sometimes it's, I know I want a camera here on this lens, and I want B camera here on this lens. And we're both on dolly or sticks or whatever, and we're going to run it, and then we're going to punch in. On this one, it was a little different. It's we know what A camera, what we want that to be, but we kind of have B camera here. What right. do, We don't know what to do with it. And in the very beginning, there was almost no direction. Hmm. And being this is my first film as an operator, and my first film in three or four years,
0: Sure. I'm sitting here like, what the
1: hell am, am I supposed to wait for? What, or sure. do I just jump in? Are they expecting? What are they expecting? Yeah,
0: you're waiting to get greedy. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so I, I just eventually after the first few takes started going up and be like, hey, do you? W- what if I snuck in here on like a on like an eighty-five or like a one thirty-five? Would that interest you? Is that something you'd want? And most times they're like, oh shit, we never even thought of that.
0: Yeah, so yeah, sneak so on they, in. Yeah, yeah, let's do so that. So they started. Yeah. They started appreciating what you brought to the table
1: exactly yeah just nice. like a, a different perspective maybe a shot they haven't thought of yeah or you know somewhere in that so that was cool it was it was tough to be in in that you know setup but it was also very rewarding
0: that's awesome yeah because when right.
1: they eventually bought something that i was selling yeah it was like oh god that feels good Nice. You know?
0: <laughs> see if it makes the cut yeah <laughs> you'll be like see if it makes the cut that's my that's my shot yeah. <laughs> feels good that's good. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh what else? I mean, what else is there that you that you thought was uh interesting or something that the listeners would want to know about that experience? I mean, a lot went on, a lot happened. anything that caught you off guard or anything that was like, huh, I didn't expect that or I didn't I didn't think that would be the case.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I am like as you say that, like all these memories from set are flooding back. <laughs> Because, you you're, I mean, you are away at this thing for, what, 30 days?
0: Yeah, you were literally, you were just missing in action.
1: <laughs> yeah, my, my wife called it clown camp because <laughs> I told her it was kind of a mix between summer camp and a carnival. <laughs> so, so I actually brought her, actually, funny enough, like I'm going to get off topic here for a second. No, that's good. But I brought her on set one day. She'd never been on a movie set. Right. Never really been on any of the stuff I filmed. Right. She never got to see me work because it was a one of those days where they sent me off to do other stuff, so I was shooting car-to-car, like out the side of a right. minivan as a police car was driving by. It was kind of cool. But it took a long time to rig, and she had to get back to work before we started. Um, but she showed up, and she was like, oh, hey, how's clown camp going? <laughs> <laughs> and then she got to meet the director and the DP, and it was a good time.
0: Now, did you stay in Louisville? Yeah. So you were there, like, during the week, or?
1: Yeah, I was there, yeah, I came home twice Okay. for one day to say hi to my wife and bye to my <laughs> wife. Yeah. That was about it.
0: Yeah, That's so I was, I was
1: down there. I got to experience the city, excuse me, go to um, really good restaurants. and nice. Just kind of explore a bit.
0: Did you have, um, did you guys, what kind of days were you working? Uh,
1: we worked Sunday through Thursday, so five-day weeks, and we worked, you know, 12-hour days. 12-hour days? Yeah, okay. typical. Gotcha. Yeah, and actually after, there's a funny fact, after day, I think, four, on day four, five, something like that, it flipped to a union picture. From a non-union picture. Oh. So talk about challenge. Yeah. And talk about a, a wrench in the iron. Iron in the whatever. Wrench in the fan, motor. I like that. Wrench in the iron. Ratchet in the hatchet. Ratchet in the hatchet. <laughs> iron in the fire. Yeah, irons uh, in the fire. Talk about a pebble in the sea. <laughs> um, Whatever. <laughs> rattle in the cage. Let's talk about a rattle in your tail. Rattle uh, in your Nick Cage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that was a a, a wrench. Yeah, was Just that because of the, the finances... Hit a number that made it flip or? Yeah. So we had, first of all, like I said, an ASCDP, a big name director, big name talent, and enough money that it should be a union picture. That they were like,
0: whoa, Johnny. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, your, Come on now. Your,
1: member, your crew members should be getting benefits yeah. and health
0: insurance and all that jazz. Yeah,
1: Nice. Yeah. So it flipped and, then, yeah, there you go.
0: So uh, will we see Alexander Elkins in the credits? You better. It might happen. You better. Yeah. All all right. Right. Yeah, you will. All right. Yeah, and I and I don't like horror movies. Oh, yeah, but I'm watching this one. I know this will be this is the uh, one I'm watching. This will be better
1: sure. than the Human Caterpillar. Yeah,
0: <laughs> God, <laughs> oh my gosh! I why human did you bring of, that? Why did you bring that up? Human why did you bring? So if you have never heard of this film, today I'm going through my Flipbook feed, and I subscribed to some stuff for filmmaking. Um, on is Flipbook or Flipboard? What's it called Flipboard? Flipboard. Flipboard. If you're on Flipboard, you can follow me at B Ferris. Um I have a couple boards that you might really like, um, and I do them every day religiously. So uh, there's good stuff on there. Anyway, I'm looking, and I see this article that says, like, top five movies that have been banned in every country. Ugh. And I'm like, what in the world? Of course, because it's clickbait. And I'm like, all right. So I click on it. And sure enough, I come across the title Human Centipede. <laughs> and I see a thumbnail and I'm like, oh no. And I did what everyone should never do is click that thumbnail and I watch the trailer and I can never unsee what I saw and I I'm sick to my stomach. It's like funny it's that the it trailer is so, disgusted you that much. It is so horrible <laughs> <laughs> that not only should it be banned from every country, it should be burned. <laughs> it is just sick. It's art, man.
1: It's art. You just don't appreciate it. lord.
0: (laughs) Anyways, now I guarantee everyone is going to click and follow the link to watch that film. Yeah. And that's on you, because I told you not to. I told you not to. Yeah. It's horrible. I've seen the actual movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother, like, that's a whole (laughs) nother show. We need to do a show on why people want to watch sadistic, awful horror movies. I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It it's almost I would almost I would rather watch a superhero movie than watch a over the top sickening horror film.
1: I think there's this is going like way deep, but I think there's an element of catharsis in horror films for people and you know, things that get resolved on screen that, you know, I don't I don't want to say like people have desires, or like, they're like, oh, God, I just want to (laughs) strangle that guy in the car next to me on the highway, road rage, whatever. And then you watch a horror film, yeah, I feel better. Maybe, I don't know, man. I think, this is me going deep, I think there's an element of that Could be, could
0: be. I I just don't get it, man. I just, I do not get it. I can do like, I can do like Stranger Things, I can do like, you know, suspense, I can...
1: There's nothing deep inside of you
0: that says, you want to watch two people get sewn... Stop talking about it. <laughs> Stop talking about it. Stop. And then fed. Stop. Oh, my God. This is like now this is an R-rated episode. It's like rated, non-ra- non-rated, N, in our X whatever it is. No. We can't even talk about this We haven't anymore. discussed it. Jeez. All I've done is oh, hint. Oh, yes. Speaking Dang. of, now that we're on the topic, let's get to some actual stuff that yeah. is worth watching. Sure. What have you been watching, hey, man? Look, you haven't watched anything. Hey, my, Mom's on I'll the phone. I'll pull I'll her look. up. Pull her up. Alex's mom is on the phone.
1: Hello. Well,
0: hello, handsome. Hey. Hey, Mom. Hey, you're on uh,
1: Filmmaker's Drinking
0: Bourbon, Mom. Hey, what's up, Mom? You're on the show. Oh, hello.
2: (laughs) Filmmaker's Drinking Bourbon. This is the mother, x-ray tech, teacher, wife, mother that was drinking a Frosty.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Mother's Drinking frosties. (laughs) There you go. I
2: know. I know. See, this is what happens on Fridays. <laughs> cool.
1: Well, <laughs> hello. Everyone says hello from the show.
0: Hey, Mom. Miss well, you.
2: Well, hello. What are we talking about
0: today? <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about... Right now, we, we just got them talking about horrible horror films and how no one should watch them.
2: Oh, well, can I put my two cents in? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I... I
1: watch Sven Gulli. Does anybody know? Hold on. <laughs> if people don't know what Sven Gulli is, can you explain okay. what that is?
2: So, yes, I can explain what that is. So, Sven Gulli is an old-time monster. no, he's not an old-time. but He, he hosts a program on MeTV on Saturday night that have all the old monster movies on it, like Frankenstein Meets the Werewolf.
0: That's in Chicago, right? That's That's, a Chicago thing, right? It's a Chicago thing, right?
2: No, actually, it's on on MeTV now, so it's all across the United States. But it used to be. And, I mean, Ray, if you ever want to see the giant praying mantis, I say do it.
1: Cool. So you like the good old horror films, not the nasty, disgusting, like torture porn horror films.
2: No, I don't like torture. I like the, yeah, I like the old fashioned, typically black and white, um, typically Boris Karloff. Sure. There you go. Cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, we will recommend that to everybody. Svengali. Anyway. Uh,
2: well, yeah, if you can get past him. So, so thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, we love you. <laughs>
2: I, I I love all of
0: you, and I, uh, I think everybody should listen to filmmakers drinking filmmakers bourbon. drinking bourbon. It's worthwhile, endorsed by mom. Yes, and all
2: mothers should drink Frosties on Fridays. There so.
0: you go. <laughs> Hashtag Frosty Friday. All right, <laughs> call you later. <laughs> bye. Love you. All. Love you too. Bye. Bye. bye.
2: Oh, that's and great! That's my mother. Everyone, that's what
0: yeah. happens on the show. You're like you can't, you don't turn away, mom and dad. No, they never. call. They're getting on the show. Oh, There's certain the people show. who get on the show. Yeah, moms and dads. So, oh, jeez. Anyway, what we were talking about was watching. Have you, you haven't had time to watch anything? You've been on. You've been making. <sighs> what did I watch? Did we you watch watched, anything since yes. you've been done?
1: Yeah, I've watched uh, the Lobster. Did you like that? Uh, I, I didn't see. Uh, it yet. I liked it a lot. Actually, cool. Um, it's on my list. So I've heard y- good things. Yorgos Lanthimos, Greek director. He's actually in town. Right now, oh yeah, filming uh, the killing of a sacred deer with Nicole Kidman.
0: Awesome, yeah.
1: So the lobster was the one he did previously. They got rave reviews, and it's super weird and it's amazing. Yeah,
0: it's like a love story, right?
1: Yeah, the whole premise. So in this society, in the future, in this future, in this futuristic society, uh, if you become single, right, regardless of how it happens, absolutely, if you become a single human, you have forty. You check into a hotel. Yep. You have 45 days to find a mate, a yeah. suitable partner. And if you don't, you're turned into an animal of your choosing.
0: Awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it seems right. It's, it's really out there. That's but the it's way really the world good. should be. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it a, it's like a population control thing? I don't know Or what no? it is. It's just a weird thing.
1: No, it, they never explain it. Huh. So, but it's Colin Farrell. Um,
0: don't choose centipede.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or a human centipede. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Oh gosh.
1: Wow. <laughs> uh, really good movie though. You should watch it. All right. What the else? Officer. What else have you seen? What else have I seen? Suicide
0: Squad. Good. We went to that. Worth the hype? No. 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 First of all, it's in the superhero movie category. I I typically like superhero Strike one. movies. This was bad. Got a lot of uh, a lot of hype on the front end. Like really bad. A lot of hype on the front end. Yeah. I mean. Even Jared Leto wasn't In terms of storytelling. Was Jared good?
1: mm, It's different. Huh. You could see elements of where you tried to pull from past Jokers.
0: Uh, As in Heath Ledger. Kind of. And his greatness.
1: But then the the -the over-the-top costuming. Uh. eh, I I wasn't a fan. Uh, But just the storytelling aspect. Characters would pop up and then be killed off in a matter of like five minutes. Mm. Be like, oh, there's so-and-so, the guy that can blah, 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 sure. blah. And then three scenes later, he's dead. And yeah. you don't care. No, you don't get yeah, to yeah. care
0: about anybody. It was like a, uh, but it was like a big, uh, like uh, Comic-Con crack for a while. Like everybody was like, oh, it's the, Anticipated, it's the yeah. greatest thing ever.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be pretty good, but good soundtrack. That's hmm. about it. You know, it wow. was like a, it's like an hour and a half long music wow. video. Wow, Look, you, you uh,
0: come back from your shoot and you're a changed man. No, yeah. Look yeah, look no what, superhero look action. Look what Mr. Cage did to me. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Craziness. That's awesome, man. What about you? What have you uh, watched? Well, I want to talk about the get down. Sure. Um,
1: get down? Get down with your bad self.
0: It's a love-hate relationship.
1: Really? You were so hyped about it. Oh,
0: I was ready. I was ready. Subject matter is right up my alley. I was so excited to discover the birth of hip hop. Baz, directing. Mm. You know, you're talking about- uh, Yeah, you're talking about Moulin Rouge, and you're talking about Romeo and Juliet, so I knew it was going to be over the top art direction, big scene. Some musical? No, but there's music music in it. Mm. There's musicality in it, but I wouldn't call it a musical. Mm. So, but I'll tell you what, the pilot fell pretty flat pretty quick. Really? And I'll tell you a couple things I don't I don't like about it and a couple things I love about it. The cast love. Yeah. Cast is awesome. Uh <clears throat> storyline is 50-50 for me, and it's either love or hate. They they open up the show in the future, where they have this kid who's a rapper, and he's kind of like a Jay-Z character, all in black, on stage, in a modern-day arena, and he's, quote, rapping about the past. And the past is his story of his upbringing, which is the fi- is the show The Get Down. And so each episode... Starts Starts off with a, quote, freestyle rap on stage that recaps the last episode. And I believe all those were written by, like, Nas, since he's an executive producer. Cool. And it just – it's corny. Really? Yeah. It's just corny, and you're like, that's pretty corny. So that was a strike against it. But once you got into the actual Mm -hmm. show of the actual characters, then it's like thumbs up. Like, I'm loving it. The storyline's building. Some cool things are happening. Uh, Will Smith's son, Jaden. Yeah. He's great. He plays this really interesting character. I think the main character, the main kid, is awesome. He's amazing. And then there's a character named Shaolin, who's like a graffiti artist, and he's played by the guy who was the lead in Dope. Um, oh, yeah, and that kid's awesome. Yeah, and he's awesome Dude, in this. That, he's awesome in this. The movie's amazing. Grandmaster yeah. Flash is in it. Um, Big Hurt is in it. There's um, there's some really great stuff. And there's the way they're showing like how. Like, the DJ started, like, you know, scratching on the breakbeat. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, there's a sense of sort of, like, martial arts of, like, becoming the master, you know, mm. the Zen master sort of thing. Some really cool things. Some cool bad guys. Some great dance scenes. And Jimmy Smits plays a slumlord who know. is awesome. He was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's a character actor. You've seen him before. Jimmy Smits. I got to look him Jimmy up. Smits, Jimmy, yep. Smith, Jimmy Smits. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. He's been on a bunch of crime shows. Mm. Just type in the get down and look for Jimmy um get yeah you'll you'll know him when you see him. Yeah, i'm sure it will. so he's great there's a lot of really cool things happening um the other thing besides oh, the yeah. besides the intros and the recaps besides the intros and the recaps um the other thing i didn't really he's great like too much was they tried to blur the lines between real documentary found footage of new york in the 70s where they're showing like you know, actual subway cars with graffiti and that sort of thing. Yeah. And they're intercutting it with this footage that they've shot and aren't directed.
1: It doesn't match.
0: It doesn't match. Yeah. So it's close. And once you let go and you just give yourself to the to the show, hmm. it doesn't bother you as much. But for the first three episodes, I was just like, oh, guys, why'd you do this? Oh. Yeah. You know, it was just like gross because it was like, You could totally tell what was, like, new shot and what was not and what was composited. Hmm. Now, there's other times where they do some really great compositing. They do some cool stuff with the titles of of each show. They're, like, some graffiti on the trains. That stuff looks really good. Actually, one of the guys in our our Slack group, um, he's one of the VFX, uh, like, editors, assists or editors or whatever on the show. So, I, I think so. But anyway, what,
1: You know a funny story?
0: Well, we, me and him have chatted about this. So everything I'm saying about the show, me and him kind of chatted about.
1: Yeah, we went to college together. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I didn't know it. Yeah, yeah. Where, and, uh, where did he post about that? Do you know? Um, I remember seeing something.
0: It's, uh, me and him had uh, like a big aside conversation. And I'm going to get him on the show to talk about it. And we'll talk more about it. So I don't want to eat up all our time just talking about that. But I did, since I have been hyping it up, I, I did want to address it that it's, but, but here's the thing for me. The final episode, the final scene, the final episode pays off Boz, pays off the show, pays off the cast, and makes you say, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. But it takes you six episodes to, uh, get it, to get to that moment. Okay. But the final scene is just glorious. And so I think the next set that they release in 2017, the next, I guess, seven episodes, I think they're going to be amazing. Hmm um so check it out i mean it's it's worth really watching but i know a couple people who had a really hard time and so they turned it off at like the the pilot or like within episode three um so here's what i would say i would say if you love hip-hop stick it through hmm. if you don't like hip-hop move on that's what i would say I because you. if you love hip-hop and you stick it through you're going to get the payoff and you're going to love it it just takes a while. if it you take don't like it. hip-hop yeah. just go on to something else
1: hmm. okay
0: so I'll ch- anyway, check it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's good. Speaking um, of
1: good shows yeah. that, that people are really into nowadays, did we? Did we talk? I mean, it's been a month yeah. since I've seen it, so I don't even remember yes. like what your last name is. But <laughs> uh, have you? Did you watch Stranger Things?
0: I'm on episode three. I haven't had time oh, to finish God. it.
1: You got to watch that. I know. I it's great. I want to talk about all of It's it.
0: unbelievable. The sound design's amazing. The acting's great. Winona writer. come on. She's yeah. killing it. The intro's phenomenal. The
1: intro music yeah, it's is just
0: like, great. You could put that on a repeat yeah. and just... No, wow. the, absolutely. We can talk about it. I mean, just don't get yeah. past episode three for me. No, that's all um, I want to say. I think say. Uh, Eleven <laughs> is a great character. <laughs> yeah. Love her. Oh, she's good. The boys are great. I just think it's overall... The, dude, uh, yeah. the
1: little... The kid with the lisp and the yeah. like, palette thing, he's amazing. fantastic. They
0: basically... We're like okay, take E. T., Goonies, Stand by Me, and every yeah. other '80s movie. Put Pliny. it in a jar, shake it up, mm-hmm. and then let's call it's it Stranger it Things. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. So I've been watching that too. I'm excited for episode or season two. Yeah, I hear good things there. I uh, Somebody... I watched episode two of A uh, Ballers, and I still like it. Episode I can't two? believe. Season two, oh, I can't season. believe I'm still watching this show. A, I don't follow football anymore. Yeah. B, I don't. I'm not. I don't think Dwayne Johnson's like amazing. I think he's great. And I don't really <laughs> love like. Uh, I'm not like super into like sports films. Mm-hmm. I love the show. It's really good. They really connected with the audience to these characters, and I actually, it's crazy. Mm. I, I love it. I think it's good. Oh, see, so I've been I watching still that. Get to watch that one. But I do like the rock, and I like the premise of it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Seems so it that was that was
0: cool. Um, what else have I watched, man? I've been- um, Any movies? Jeez. You're all about the TV shows. Well, recently I've been watching a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Um, movies. By the way, uh, The uh, Chef's Table season two is out.
1: I know. I haven't seen it. Don't say anything. The either. first
0: episode's awesome.
1: All right, did they release the whole thing at once? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's awesome. I'm going to go and watch that tonight. Um, so that's good. Films, man. What have I, what have I seen? What have I- um, You probably don't get to the
1: theaters often.
0: No, I haven't Kids. been to theaters in forever. The last- to be honest, I, off the top of my head, I can't
1: Anything think. with JP?
0: No, I have mm-hmm. not watched anything with JP. Um, man, I said I was going to delve into Spike Lee and have yet to start that. <laughs> I have got it, it dialed yeah, up, yeah, yeah. do the right things, ready to go. Yeah. I just haven't done it. But you just it's, haven't done it's the all right my, thing. You've done the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, I've done the wrong thing. It's on my to-do list. My son got sick. There was a lot I of saw, kid movies going on. Yeah, I saw the photos. Um, I don't know, man. I, Is he back to normal? I might think, uh, yeah, he's good. Did you get it? No, actually, I I had a moment where I thought I had it. And then you
1: had a glass of bourbon, and now you're and fine. And it passed.
0: I was fine. <laughs>
1: so Kills everything, dude. So anyways. Yeah.
0: Um, so Except yeah, that's for
1: it. your soul. It elevates the soul. Exactly.
0: So now I haven't really... Uh, huh. I haven't really... Any desires like to see anything coming yeah, out? Absolutely. You're like, I mean, oh, my yeah, God, that trailer looks... Yeah, I mean, I can so think. I got a lot of stuff on my... Flipboard I have a I have a Flipboard called Film FilmQ Yeah And it's just full of Awesome stuff That mm-hmm. I want to watch But I just have had time
1: I can think of one Off the top of my head That I keep seeing the trailer for That looks amazing Is Sully
0: Yes That looks pretty good The,
1: the new Eastwood film With yeah. Tom Hanks
0: That does look pretty I good I think that's gonna be amazing Yeah
1: First of all I love Clint Eastwood As a director I think his films are Fantastic They're to the point Sure Not overdone he But a... then Tom Hanks is, is great
0: Yeah The other thing I've been watching yeah, season two Narcos.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: man, I haven't started it, dude. I've never loved a bad guy so much season in my one life. Was I? I love Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I love him.
1: You'd befriend him?
0: Well, I mean, he's just—they do such a good. He does such a good job of being so bad. Yeah, and so likable. That's that issue. you. You want to root for him? You root for him, yeah. him all day. Yeah, yeah. he's great
1: that actor is unbelievable the brazilian actor i forget his name yeah he's the real deal he's uh he's killing it
0: yeah so that's all did you, you read the story the about him about him or oh, had about to, escobar
1: the actor how he had to learn um uh, colombian and no. gained like 40
0: pounds and yeah i know he put on a yeah, lot of weight yeah he only spoke portuguese yeah.
1: beforehand he didn't even know how to that's crazy speak the language And then after season two, he had to lose all that weight and, uh, you know, get ready for his next movie role.
0: That's crazy. That's uh, Wagner Mora. Wagner? Wagner Mora, I believe. That's how you say Hmm. it. Interesting. Yeah, he's been in some good stuff.
1: Yeah, I will say a movie we probably talked about a long time ago, but a movie that he was in before Narcos that everyone should see is uh, Elite Squad, The Enemy Within. Yeah. Go watch that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a Brazilian it's movie, a uh, cop drama, a little violent, a little, you yeah. shouldn't have the kids around, the but it's really, really, good.
0: The other one that I was really good that a lot of people maybe missed was called Trash. Yeah, I never saw that. Really, really good, and uh, Martin Sheen was in it, and it's about these kids who come across, um, in the trash, they come across this thing that's very valuable and very high profile. And You don't know what it is Basically, these people that are looking, I don't want to give it away. Basically, Uh, these people that are looking for it, they go to this slum where the trash was being like divided up for like recycling. Yeah. And they tear the place up because they're like, who has this? And then they figure out some kids have it. And then the the movie takes off. It's phenomenal.
1: Wow. Does he play one of the bad guys?
0: I don't want to say. Just go see Trash or download Trash or watch Trash. It's good.
1: I'll find it.
0: Um, so what else is new, man? Uh, what's any anything popping in the gear world in the the techy news world? I mean, there was. Yeah. Uh, what about the new the Canon?
1: S- the what we thought the was a rumor C
0: seven hundred. We
1: thought it was a rumor for the longest time. It's a thing, right? It turns out to be true. Yes, C seven hundred. So, what do you think? We'll what see. are your thoughts? It looks interesting. Yeah, you know specs of uh, current. Digital cinema cameras, nothing out of the ordinary. Is it?
0: Does it have specs that can, nothing can special. It compete with a RED and an Alexa? Yeah, absolutely. It's got the same yeah. specs. Yeah, it's got the same sensor as a C300 Mark II, so which
1: they claim 15-plus stops of dynamic range. Sure. But it's got different processing, I guess, raw capabilities. Uh, it's made a modular design for cinema applications for, you know, you have an AC and the yeah. whole sound department and everything. It's not run and gun sure. by any means. Um, so I'm eager to get some hands on it and kind yeah. of see, see what it's up. Well,
0: see you know I like it because it, it's got a Canon on yeah. it. Canon. You know me. Yeah, that's C. I like it. I like a Canon.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. The the footage that's coming oh, out- Oh, by the way, it's not
0: side amazing. note. What? I got my hands on um, a Black Magic. Which one? The other day. Uh, <laughs> I was doing some consulting. Okay. And there was a client- that had a Blackmagic, like the old, uh, the, the original. boxy one. Yeah, the, the, cinema, boxy one. the cinema camera. As an internal camera. And Jeez. I'm not sure why they had it. And of course they didn't. it was cheap. And of course they didn't know how to use it. $1,000. Of course yeah. they didn't understand how to use it. But I didn't realize how limited those settings are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like a kid's toy. Yeah. Not its capabilities in picture, but its, capa- like its functionality was like yeah. film or video. Yes. A or B. Yes. And it was like... 24 frames or 30 frames. It was. That's it. it was kind of... I don't know, man. I did not like... I didn't like the ergonomics. Anyway. Hopefully, no, I'm, hopefully I'm they've improved... Glad uh, you said that. Other yeah. people. You know, I'm sure people love it, and there's a lot of fanboys in the Blackmagic world, but yeah. that camera I do not get. You can get a lot a good image out it. of it.
1: So, but yeah, the ergonomics and the, the menu systems are really weird. Not, yeah. a, fan.
0: not I am, a fan. I am wanting to get my hands on a... On a uh, C300 Mark II.
1: Yeah, fantastic. I'd like to dabble once.
0: Like to dabble on that thing a little I've for used a minute. It one time. Feel like a, a true pro for a second. Yeah, it's um, a good one. But yeah, all that stuff all the, on here's the, uh, the thing. All that other stuff, like I'm leaving to you guys. The Alexa Mini. I'm leaving to you kids. So you can the have that. Mini. A, yeah. I just want to look at that from a distance. I, I don't, love the Mini. I don't even. I, I'm. I i do not want to touch it. I don't want to break it. Dude, that thing is is so feature packed.
1: Yeah, it's the best value of any oh, camera yeah, out there it's right great. now. You can do anamorphic, high speed, raw, whatever you want to do. It's yeah, so good. Yeah.
0: So anyway, anyway, aside from the C seven hundred, that what else is uh, popping?
1: Well, there's that new red one that we talked about. The
0: uh, grenade, the atomic bomb. <laughs>
1: their weapon red. Thing? No. they announced a new sensor uh, called Helium, which is an eight K
0: Super thirty five sensor getting into earth elements
1: now. Yeah. Helium. Um, (laughs) Lighter than air. Nice. Uh, Elevate your mind. Whatever their (laughs) slogan is for it. Um, But it's still Super 35, so you don't need bigger format, large format glass to cover the sensor.
0: It only shoots comedy. Like with (laughs) (laughs) high-pitched voices.
1: (laughs) Anyway. So they have that. They have a collaboration with Panasonic in the Digital Millennium XL, or whatever, DXL, uh, which is kind of crazy. So it uses a, a 8K sensor in medium format Panavision glass and it looks pretty insane. But I will never get my hands on that, so I don't even know why I'm talking about it.
0: <laughs> what about the uh, there's people now starting to get their hands on the old the Osmos, which we saw at NAB. Those are cool. People are excited to, you know, yeah. toy around with those little guys.
1: That new camera, the X five,
0: has
1: mm-hmm. you can record raw on it and people are mounting that to drones. Yeah. You were talking you and I were talking about drones at lunch. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. The camera looks great. It's a micro four thirds, so you can actually get a kind of shallow depth of field. Sweet. Interchangeable lenses, the whole nine yards. Yeah.
0: we we were talking about drones, and I was saying how I yeah. actually got some good time out flying my three D R solo. Yeah, love it. You were using the what's awesome. the feature called? Well, they have they have multiple features: cable yeah. cam, orbit, they have yeah, you zip were line. To explain it. They've to got me. a lot of stuff, dude. I, it, I've seen it. I have watched the videos, mm. but you know, like anything in life, until you get your hands on something and experience right. it firsthand, you know it. yeah, you don't understand. This thing is so beautifully designed, so user-friendly, and it gets such a great image. You don't have to use warp stabilizer. You don't have to use any sort of stabilization. It just works that good. Hmm. It's great. So we were able to set an A point on a shot, which is, you know, access 180 degrees, say, and pointing straight at whatever altitude, say 200 feet. And then we'd fly to our B position, which might be 300 feet With camera position two and access 90 degrees Hmm. rotation and hit B. And then literally you just hit the play arrow and it will fly reverse back to A point. So now you've got that move backwards. Yeah. And then you hit it again when you're at your A point and it flies the move to the B. And it literally keeps – it just does it. It just rotates everything. It makes it – it gives you the shot you want, which would have caused you to have – a separate operator for camera and a separate operator to fly, it just does it all. You can literally take your hands off of it. Like hmm. physically, you can not hold the controls if you wanted to.
1: That blows my mind.
0: It's amazing.
1: It's a thinking drone.
0: It's amazing.
1: How long until they rebel?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> South Dakota just put guns on them, right? Yeah. Isn't that what? not that what you were telling Pretty
1: me? insane, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a news article from the independent- Armed um, drones. The UK newspaper. I don't know how reliable it is, but- yeah, they said North Dakota became the first state to legalize armed drones for police work.
0: Which is crazy. you think it would have been Texas. Right?
1: But no. It's the Dakotas. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Aren't the, they the ones- uh, They're crazy up With the the pipeline thing?
0: They got pipelines. They got militias. They got-
1: But no, now I mean- A lot of stuff recently, going on. Like yeah. They're, the North Dakota Access Pipeline. They're trying
0: to push it into Illinois.
1: Or whatever it is. Yeah. Or Missouri. uh, And so I think Jill Stein. The
0: natives, the native uh, peoples are saying, hey, 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 sacred grounds. Well, there's a a warrant out
1: for Jill Stein's arrest from the Green Party. She, uh, I guess, spray painted a local, you know, public works bulldozer. Yeah. uh, With a message and. uh, Devils or something like that. uh, Something stupid. And they're like, oh, now you uh, vandalize public property. Uh, Yeah. You're going to be arrested
0: what happens sometimes you got to do that you got to stand presidential up presidential candidate believe. you got to stand up what you believe in worn out for arrest. yeah
1: it's kind of crazy yeah.
0: so uh anyways so yeah no 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 new gear no new anything you're hearing about did they have the uh, european show the european nab ibc do they have that
1: yet yeah it's going on right now actually i'm pretty sure right. a bunch of people are posting photos so tune
0: of in tune in and see what's being released I all that jizz, IBC. Jizz yeah. jazz yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what else
1: whoa <laughs> Uh, human to, caterpillar to human changes change centipede. the subject uh, talking about gear uh, oh, okay. and uh, anyway yeah there's uh, actually some new lenses really
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said that I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why that came out oh god oh, that's what that happens is when you get us together <laughs> sometimes uh, you just can't control <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm gonna be the one that keeps oh, this on wow. topic here. Um, <laughs> so Sigma, you know that brand, right? Lenses, lenses. We're gonna get back into lenses. Back into it. Sigma. <laughs> yeah. They have a set of uh, primes, Cine primes, but they just uh, announced a set of Cine zooms. Really? Yeah. t
0: two. They're T2. traditionally considered like a lesser. Lens brand, right? Lower cost, yeah, lower for sure.
1: Which still, uh, they they have an 18 to 35 lens from back in the day that people still love. They say it's one of the sharpest zooms out there. But now they're making a set of cinema specific zoom lenses with pitched gear rings and wow, the whole nine yards. They're they're getting in the game, everything. Yeah, giving Zeiss a run for their money, honestly. Wow. Uh, So they're going to be lower cost, still good quality. T two, nice. Awesome. So, in terms of gear, that's the only thing I'm really kind of interested in. That's cool. Yeah.
0: I've got a couple new things added to the kit. Of course, the uh, Cineo Phosphor <clears throat> Maverick.
1: You bought two, though, right? Maverick no. and the.
0: Well, I got the little Matchbox guy, oh, too. Yeah. I still haven't um, seen that. I it. I mean, it's not. It hadn't oh, come in yet. Oh. But I bought the little, uh, the custom sized uh, Chimera for it. Chimera? Chimera. Chimera. Is that your uh, Chimera? Ch- Chicago coming out? Yeah. Chimera. So that... Uh, get, you a, get you a Chimera. <laughs> yep. That's coming. I bought some uh, of the uh, blue-shaped batteries. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was quality. really impressed with those at NAB, so I added a couple of those to Shout the kit. Shout out
1: to John Morgan at blue Shape. Yeah.
0: I uh, added a couple of those to the kit, and... Yeah. Did you get the granite ones or whatever,
1: the indestructible?
0: I don't know. Are they all. I'm not sure. I think they're all in instructable, <laughs> indestructible. They're all instructable. Uh, and teach I got. Them I finally added something to the kit that you're going to be happy about. I'll An give you a hint. Alexa Mini. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Huh? It blocks light.
1: Hmm. A dumb PA?
0: <laughs> no, I do have one of those. <laughs> no. What blocks light?
1: Duvetine.
0: There you go. I finally I n- we never had it in the kit. Finally, I was like, you know, why don't I, why don't we have this? like, so uh, I think I got like a either a six or an eight footer.
1: That's awesome. So, just a scrap piece of scrap duvetine. Uh,
0: no, like a nice Matthews like. Oh, like with solid, g- like grommets like a, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can it. Like it's like a thing. Yeah. Wow. Pro- solid. We're a professional operation now.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Yeah, that does make me actually really happy. That's so what for I'm those saying. Run and gun situations where you're just like, ah, uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good.
0: So. Good job. And oh, and I got the uh I got the AVX um wireless audio. AVX wireless lapel kit. So no more running cables. Well, I mean we still have two really nice sink-in lavs and you can use we're them with that. Sitting down,
1: but you can't use them with the AVX system.
0: Well, why would you when you got the mic? That's with it.
1: I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. This is me no, not that, knowing the, how it works.
0: The AVX mic that comes with it is a really nice uh oh. Really nice, uh, but you can't mic.
1: attach this the Sankin to the you, audio you, wireless thing.
0: Maybe I'm not sure, but the way our Sankins are wired are they're wired mics. Mm. They're not. You couldn't just hot swappable. Oh, gotcha. So we got that. So now <laughs> if we need to do some walk and talks or any of that stuff, it's in the kit. You're set. How so you have know, two? just just one. Just one. So you know, yeah. slow. That's all, all you need. I mean, look, it's again. We keep a an in house kit that's lean and mean. And yeah. it gets the job done for branded content, brand trailers, that sort of thing. Hmm. When we got to shoot commercials, we bring out the big boys.
1: Or Indiegogo pitch videos
0: like our film, Kill Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Kill Game, <laughs> what the heck? Everyone's wondering where it's where it's at, where it's going well, on. And you dropped a little sneak peek on
1: the Slack group the yes, other day. Yes. They
0: saw the trailer. We have a trailer. People saw the trailer. That actually kind of... For as short as it is, it works really hard. It, like, actually does a really good job of, like... I like it. ...grabbing you.
1: Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's interesting. It's a nice little You don't bit. really know exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah, I mean, Enough you can't You can't cut a three-minute yeah. trailer with a 20-minute film. <laughs> yeah, <that'd laughs> it be, just gives that'd be away re- the film. Ridiculous. So, um, so we've got the trailer, the sound design, and all that's being done by Adam and Bart here at Sound Images. Well, what's They're... funny
1: is in our studio, in Studio B here, yeah. Bart was telling me when I walked in, this there's a table...
0: There's yeah, a it's plastic a plastic table here. It is literally a Foley table
1: with a cloth on it, and underneath that cloth is he was describing as the like plates and knives setup yeah. and weapons. Yeah, yeah. So when he's like banging his hands. By on the, the way, table. did you listen
0: to the staples, ching, choo, ching, ching. Stapler versus Gun episode? No, not yet. <laughs> it's so good. Dude, I haven't had time. We played a game with with Bart called Stapler or Gun. Really? Because a lot of gun noises are made with staplers, according no. to Adam. Like yeah, and so Adam had the stapler, I had the gun, and we would make a noise, and then we'd say stapler or gun, and then he would guess. he would guess. <laughs> how, like, many, how many did you get right? It was yeah three yeah yeah. It was a great great episode. Three out of four. Oh nice. It was a great episode. Wow,
1: I got to check that out. Yeah, I, I <laughs> we'll, saw. We'll it. have
0: to play it again sometime and get a new get yeah. somebody else on. I'll guess. Yeah,
1: I'll be the guesser. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on um, Slack actually chimed in, and a couple other outlets, and they they really enjoyed that episode. Yeah.
0: So. so, we'll see. Uh, but the the film. So you've got, um, we've got a grade. The yes. the trailer's graded. The, yep. So, so we soon enough, weekend. we'll have a yep. public release, Before and we'll trailer. get it out there. Everybody can see the trailer, get them excited, mm-hmm. and then we'll move into actually getting all the sound design, sound score for the whole film, and yep. the color grade the for the whole grade film. For the film. Yeah. And we're we're close. Dude. Dude, we're we're so close. close.
1: Which is good because all these uh, the early dirt, early dirt, early bird deadlines early dirt deadlines, for all of the bestables are, are coming up fast so yeah we're going to get yeah. in the early bird deadline for the festival which is
0: good it's fun man yeah. so it's good i'm excited uh then we'll see long... if people
1: actually enjoy it it's been a
0: long time coming yeah it's
2: <laughs>
1: yeah it
0: could just be something that we're like oh yeah it's yeah. great and Never everyone's like, like, this like this horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible which is fine whatever people that's should quit part... their job yeah that's a part of the deal so bad well, I will tell you what, it's been fun catching up. Yeah, it really has. Uh, and I'm so glad you're back. And I know everybody uh, loves to hear the yeah. stories you bring from set. Um, I'll see you in another five weeks. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited about uh, about the coming uh, episodes and what we're what we're chatting about. And we've got some great projects going on.
1: There's a lot to get
0: on, on. Uh, yeah on our side over at LeafFrame. We're
1: hustling like no other. We dude, are hustling always. right now. We've
0: got a lot of explainer videos in the hopper, which are yeah. interesting uh, if you're into that. And I've got two productions, film productions in, um, in development slash pre-pro. And mm. I've got a couple in development. And a couple couple nice ones. If they land, yeah. you're going to be having a lot of fun with, with your with your buddies and your toys and all that stuff.
1: <laughs> I love how it's my buddies <laughs> and my toys. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the final product at all. <laughs> you know Just, what I mean. I want you to have fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know. I'm kidding. So, I do uh, enjoy it,
1: but it's all project specific. Yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. Lots to do.
0: So we'll see. We'll see. we got a lot to share, a lot of things happening, and I know you've got other projects coming up that are interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm always, like you, hustling, just trying to expand kind of my own personal network and market. Sure. Um, Got some stuff in Nashville coming up, some music stuff, and uh, trying to get into Chicago, Detroit, you know, and uh, LA and... New York, yeah,
0: doing it, cool, man. Well, keep up the good work. Uh, it was good chatting with you. Yeah. If you are listening, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. It's been a couple of weeks, and mm. if you are, we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> if you're looking to get uh, further involved in the community, you can always join the Slack group. Go to fdbpodcast.com. But look, don't slack off when you do yeah, it. Look for the uh, colorful hashtag. Follow that Actually logo. Be involved. Yes. Follow that logo and join up. Interact online. Otherwise, always follow and interact with us. At FTB Podcast on Twitter, Instagram uh, are the places to be. Mm. And last but not least, please, 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 if you enjoy the show, if you like hearing our chit-chat about films and gear and all that sort of stuff and you like being a part of that conversation – Please go to iTunes and search "Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon," and we would love you to give us a wonderful rating and review. Five star is always great. That's how people know we're good. Written review always. Otherwise, they have no idea. Always great. Right now, we're at like sixty-two. Really, sixty-two. I gotta go back and read them. Sixty-two reviews, and we're still four and a half star. I want to be a five-star podcast. You're a five star
1: podcast in my heart, Brandon.
0: I know, but we are one half star (laughs) away. So if you're listening out there, if you're if you happen chance across this podcast, if you maybe haven't gotten all the way in, Mm. look, here's my here's my thing to you. Be the half star. You can. Be the half star. Go that doesn't
1: mean give us a half star review. No, no.
0: (laughs) Give us a review. Help us get to a five star podcast. Tell your friends. Here's another thing though too. Your aunt, your uncle.
1: Here's another thing too. You can always go back and re rate. So if you gave us a one star previously and double rate, we did something that you didn't like, and we've since changed. and yeah. Now you enjoy it?
0: Go back. Yeah. Go you back. You can change it. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good question. We still don't know who the one star is. There's a one star. We've in got a one star holding us back, and we've called you out like when it happened, and we asked you to come on the show. hmm We were going to interview you and say hey, why? why. Why? And you you failed to show your face. So, I'm calling you out publicly. If you are Mr. The, One the Star, Shadow Star, if you are the, sh- <laughs> the Shadow Star who is keeping us from being a five star podcast, please reach out to us. You know how to do it. Go to ftbpodcast.com, email we us. Want, at, we just want to hear your thoughts on At right? ftbpodcastgmail.com. Yeah. You show think? yourself. Why? Show yourself.
1: Reveal thyself,
0: Shadow Star. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a great, great show. And uh, as always, my friend. All right. Cheers. It's been a long time since we've done this. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.